Virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. But you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, 22nd, 22 September, Year of Our Lord, 2022. It's uh, Thursday. Hate saying we called this, but 10 year treasury just hit. 369, 369, highest since 2011. It's only going to go up. Um, also, Facebook announced that, guess what? Zuckerberg announced, this is the biggest tell that we're going to win and win big. Zuckerberg just announced they're going to let Trump back on Facebook in January 2023. Yeah, dude, you're going to let a lot more than that because you're going to be, the day of reckoning is coming. So don't give me you're letting Trump back on in January, January 2023. We should take the company from you immediately, okay? Just, you're going to see all these scumbags now start to, now start to start coming back. Oh, we didn't mean it. You know, we, you know, Trump's fine. MAGA's fine. All of it's fine. After we win this crushing victory over the Democratic Party apparatus. Jeff Clark, this is a massive story. I know you're going to be putting it together with the four. I just want to reiterate Bill Barr lied. He looked people. He looked the president in the eye and lied. He sixty minutes. He lied to the American people. He's lied in his book. He's lied across the board, and I said it from the very beginning. He lied. There was no investigation at the Justice Department, and they're not going to be able to show anything about it. He just lied. He wanted to blow it off and move on. <clears throat> this is the kind of guy he is. He did nothing. <clears throat> There's no. Uh, he did nothing with Tiger teams or anything. On the, on the insurrection we had in June of 2020 when they burned down the cities of the United States, he did nothing. He did nothing because he's a gutless coward. He did not. Then he lied to Donald Trump, looked him in the eye and lied. There's been, there was no investigation, no reports. And now you see from this four request, there's nothing there. And the one place they don't want it is the Eastern District where Bill McSwain went to Maine Justice and said, hey, there's big time problems here in Philadelphia. I want to have a press conference. I'm going to get it. And he was ordered to stand down, ordered to stand down by and Bill Barr. Bill Barr is a liar, and this is going to be held accountable. Uh, Jeff Clark. So, Steve, last point then, is data point, if you didn't uh, spot it, is that uh, the White House uh, DOJ uh, liaison, Heidi Stirrup, she's testified now uh, in sworn testimony that she met with Bill Barr and his chief of staff about the election when she was raising questions. And basically Barr told her that it was a state responsibility. It wasn't something that really the Fed should be looking at. And that in any event, if you were talking about criminal investigations, they couldn't really do anything uh, in time before January 20th of 2021. I just find it remarkable to imagine that the chief, uh, well, I think the chief law enforcement officer of the country is the president of the United States, but we'll call Barr the number two at the time, that the number two law enforcement officer in the country would basically say it's not a federal role, it's only a state role to investigate an election for the most important office under the Constitution in the United States. It's just flabbergasted. It's it's ridiculous. Uh, Jeff, how do people get to you? I know you're at the center. How do people find you on social media or at the center, sir? 
Right. So we're at the Center, Center for Renewing America. Our website has a, a bio for all of us and the work we're doing. And on social media, Twitter and Getter, I am Jeff Clark US. You're a hero and a patriot, sir. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Steve. We're going to return in a moment to another hero and patriot, Russ Vote. Uh, let's go to Ben Burkwam. Ben, uh, you've got, there's, explain what the Border Patrol Council is. These are the heroes of the heroes on the front line. You got one of our favorite guys. Take it away, Ben Burkwam. Yeah, Art Del Cueto, Vice President, Border Patrol Council. It's the union that represents the Border Patrol. Uh, and these guys are really, uh, as you mentioned, on the front lines in this battle. They're heroes standing up in a time where Joe Biden and Mayorkas are telling you not to do your job. You, he was just telling me, Art, you were just telling me a story about an 11-year-old. We talk about these unaccompanied minors, uh, these poor kids that are being sent across. Talk to us about the reality of what's coming across. The, the cartels know what they're doing. So they know where to infiltrate, where to get the drugs in, who to put their, put their hooks in. And I've done these interviews before and people say, oh, look, you big, bad, you know, cowboy guy with his gun. He's scared of kids. I'm not scared of kids. I'm scared of what those kids are going to do to American kids. And I think everyone should be. So uh, it was, it's a story that I shared with you. It was a group of 30 that, uh, unaccompanied juveniles that came through the south border in Arizona. One of the, uh, of the children, he was 11 years old. And it seemed to be calling the shots. He was directing everyone what to do, where to go. And I called him over and I, I started uh, talking to him. He didn't care that I was, uh, you know, in law enforcement. I asked him how he got here and he looked at me in the eye and he said, well, I didn't walk here, stupid. That's actually what the 11-year-old kid, I kept on talking to him. I figured, you know, it's an 11-year-old kid, you know, just being smart. And uh, I finally, I said, you know, what made you come? And he says, my mom and my dad are already here. And this is the time to come because... Your president said I could come here and there's nothing you can do about it. This is an 11 year old kid. And, and I need people to understand as, as horrific as it sounds, it's the reality. And we have to take the blinders off and realize what is happening. You have these juveniles. Many of them were 16 and 17 years old, uh, that are coming into the United States. They work for the criminal element. They work for the cartels. It's not your typical American kid that's grown up here. You know, it, it's somebody that's already seen a lot of evil, a lot of danger, and they've indoctrinated themselves in that evil and that danger. And, and that's what's coming into our school systems. That's what's coming here. And for as many undocumented illegal aliens that are coming to the country right now and are being released, and then you add the gotaways, let's think back when Obama was president. We had a humongous amount of unaccompanied juveniles that came across back then. They were 16 and 17 years old. All of them are now adults. Where are they? No one seems to know. So it's ridiculous to think that under this administration, the millions that have come across, the more millions that are going to come across, that they're going to keep actual proper track of. They're going to be released into our societies. They're going to be re released all over America, not just on the border. And they're going to be causing crime. That's the reality. And I, and I tell people all the time, look, it's not a race thing. Illegal is not a race. And the drug dealers don't care what side of the aisle you're voting on. They just want to destroy our way of life. And... But they love Joe Biden because he's inviting that. He's making them money. But the other thing you mentioned, the candy fentanyl. So we have these uh, multicolored fentanyl coming across. Talk to us about how that's going into our schools. So you got, you know, obviously, when you have these individuals that are kids that, are, that work for the gang cart gangs, they work for the cartels, they're going into our school system and they're bringing that into our school children. There's, there's a new one out now where they're showing the, the chalk that you use to, like the, the sidewalk chalk that kids are so into. They're, they're bringing fentanyl in that way. And you're right. 
this administration has created that magnet so the criminal cartels the gang violence in america and all the crime that we're seeing come through our southern border with drugs this administration created that magnet and they're empowering the drug cartels and it's destroying our country and it and unfortunately i hate to say that say this but it's something that's going to affect us for many years to come Ben, uh, thank, uh, thank, thank the Border Patrol. It's just amazing the, the courage these guys have to do it every day with no backing. But tell them, help us on its way. We're going to win in November, and there's going to be a new sheriff in town to have their back. This is outrageous what's happened to the Border Patrol. And uh, these guys are so, such heroes. And to, and to the hardworking Hispanic Americans down the border uh, to have to put up with this is outrageous. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, brother. You see these heroes down there. I mean, it is. It, this is an invasion. I mean, this is the first, I've said, this is going to be the first article of impeachment of Joe Biden. And when you see what's going to be brought up in these investigations, it's going to be horrific. Got to go to the great Russ Vote, another hero, uh, not just for hiring Jeff Clark, but for what he's doing, hammering every day. Russ, you came on here, I think it was three or four weeks ago, and you said, hey, I'm going to give you a signal, not noise. Now this is the biggest fight that's really going on behind the scenes in Washington about the long CR versus the short CR. But just tell our audience for a second, get everybody up to speed. The, the federal budget w- runs out uh, on September 30th. Russ vote, the Democrats control that. Why it, in normal order do we not have hearings and all this and appropriations? Why are these bills not there debated? The American people know about it. And why is a new budget, new appropriation spending on October 1st at midnight kicking in? What happened here, sir? Because the political cartel doesn't want it to happen that way. They want to basically create a, a pileup of cars on the eve of a major deadline and expect the rest of Congress to just accept it as a fait accompli. And that's what we're up against right now. And so instead of doing this like a rational person would throughout the summer and to have these bills passed and debated and to actually create real leverage points to get them done on time and get them to the president's desk, uh, that is not possible at this point because of the late hour we are. And so what we're facing, what they want to do, and we've got to stop them, is they want to create a lame duck where the cavalry is coming in January, the election's already happened, they have a lame duck of unaccountable members where they can just pile drive a ton of spending through and not have the leverage points come back to bite them on our ability to be able to push back and provide accountability to the Biden deep state. So that's what we've got to stop. And I think we've got a shot at it. We're cracking through uh, the political cartel right now to be able to say this has to stop. Republicans in the Senate have the opportunity to. This is not about whether Senator Shelby can have his final appropriations bill. This is about whether the American people have leverage points next year when the cavalry comes. This is I want to make sure people with you just outline what the scam is. They never want to do this on time. So then they do these short term CRs. Normally, we would do a short term CR and you and I would be arguing for that because then we can try to crush it. And, and once they get in there, get this thing done. But here's what they want to do. They the biggest tell that they, they know we're going to win. Right. Is that what they want to do is a short term CR so that Shelby and Blunt and all these guys are showing these guys all that are retiring get their last uh, goodies for their sponsors, the lobbyists that they're with, and they're also going to be in their corporate sponsors and their donors, all of it. And so they're fighting for a a short-term CR. So in the lame duck, Nancy Pelosi, all these bums we've thrown out, have one more massive 
bite at the apple. Is that essentially it, Russ? That's entirely correct. And so what we're saying is if you're going to do a short term, it's going to be long enough to get us into January because we are not going to lose the leverage points that we need to save the country. And it's as simple as that. Any, Literally anything that you've got an issue with regard to the Biden administration, your only way to stop it right now for the next six months, seven months, maybe with the exception of the debt limit, is the appropriations process. And we're not going to put it on autopilot until next September. That's insane. That's just completely ludicrous. Uh, tell, give people a heads up because I mentioned the thing, lame duck. We deliver the crushing blow and we all have to get there and work. We got to put our shoulder to the wheel, but it's within our grasp. You deliver this crushing blow. Just give people a highlight with appropriation and other things. What kind of madness this lame duck session could be? Because they understand they're not going to be back in power for many years. They're not going to be back in the House. It's going to take them at least two cycles, maybe three, if ever, to get it back. The Senate also, because 2024 in the Senate, the cycle is even worse. So this is going to be the biggest orgy you've ever seen. Russ vote. Yeah, expect thousands of pages of bills that have not been read by any of the members. They will come and they will launch it. They will give it to the public at around 12.30 a.m. the night before. They will then take it and try to pile drive it through the House. No one will have read it, including the people who put it together. Even the Appropriations Committee doesn't have anybody that's read it in total. And so this will get put on the floor of the House they will pass it. They will then pass it through the Senate. And what will be included in it is not just the appropriations. This is where Congress, this is where the cartel legislates. They put legislative provisions in there in addition to funding. They got reauthorizations. We won't know right now what they will be, but there will be many, many different authorizations that are thrown in because what? It's the last train moving. And it's the last train moving in this case, hopefully, if we all do our work right, before the Calvary comes in January. So this is a vital, vital issue. People like Rick Scott, Ted Cruz, Mike Lee, Chip Roy, the House Freedom Caucus, they're all fighting right now. They've almost gotten to the point where it's the position of House Republicans that this should not occur. They've got a lot of work to do. We all have a lot of work to do with regard to the Senate Republicans to make sure this can't happen. Okay. I want people to go to your site first before they get to work, before they call. I want them to get all the information. Where do they go, Russ, to get all the information they need to be armed? Then we'll make the calls later. Absolutely. AmericaRenewing.com. And they can get me at at RussVote on all the channels. Okay. I want everybody to go. He's up on Getter. We're going to talk more about this afternoon and tomorrow. And we're going to weaponize you to make the calls. I want to make sure everybody's got the talking points before you light up the Senate. This is vital. Absolutely vital. We can't let uh, snatch away our victory. Okay? Short commercial break. Be back in a moment. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, 
to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. There's a tectonic plate shift that's going on, and you're seeing it manifest now in, in polling, as, uh, and particularly when you look at the crosstabs. Don't look at these headlines about Biden closing. That was all nonsense. Look, here's what you're going to see a show. We're, um, tonight, 6 o'clock, we're going to walk through it. We've got some very special guests to go through 100 polling reports from the battleground states and districts. Also, uh, Barris, Richard Barris is going to join us for the entire hour to go through on battleground. Um, and uh, what you're going to see is that the Democrats had a, a little bit of, a, which often happens, had a little bit of a surge in August, a little bit. But they didn't put us away. In fact, they didn't come close. And uh, I want to bring in John Fredericks now. John, you can tell this. They made a bet, and this gets to the college debt write-off. They made a debt. They made a bet on college-educated, particularly Karens, right? Uh, uh, college-age women or college-educated women, uh, particularly college-educated white women, and uh, versus Hispanic working class. And as the Las Vegas Review says, guess what? That turns out to be a bad bet. Now. Uh, you're you're the oracle of deplorables, but you also run one of the smartest sports books in, in the country. How stupid a bet was that? And now MAGA is manifesting itself as participatory populism. And to show you about participatory populism, the New York Times did a 30-minute video on essentially the war room and the precinct strategy project and getting folks in to be election officials. And we want the New York Times to know you ain't seen nothing yet. We ramped up this thing now. We're gonna have we're gonna have 95% like we had in Virginia everywhere across the country and it's going to be maga in the room counting the votes because only maga can count fair let me repeat this for the new york times and everybody else the only way democrats can win is if they cheat that's why they're so scared about the election officials well guess what you're going to get fair and honest election officials and you're going to get a democracy suppository you've been loving up on democracy so much we love it too but you're going to get a democracy suppository on the uh, 8th of November. John Fredericks, you've been at the forefront of this, and it's so um, brilliant that we have FAIR, which for so many years, quite frankly, was considered like a, a stepchild or something that was like, you know, only the kooks went over to. Now it's main battery as you come back. This is one of the driving focuses, and I got to give a hat tip to Governor DeSantis for putting it up into the, the Boston, New York, Washington, D.C. media's face. John Frederick. Well, things change, Steve, and fair is now, I mean, this is the ticket you want to be to. But you're right. I mean, the Democrats made this bet on, you know, their last coalition, really, that they have left now after you get these numbers out is single white women driving around in imported SUVs with two masks on and the windows rolled up. That's it. That and FBI informants, that's what now makes up the core of the Democratic Party. And they're losing Hispanics in major numbers because their policies don't make any sense for them. And you made, just as you uh, went the last time, you said that, hey, 
you know, we're getting this stuff that, you know, MAGA is, you know, in, infiltrating the Republican Party. That's ridiculous. MAGA is the Republican Party, Steve. There's no there's no Republican Party without us. We have already taken it over. They have some money and they have some power. And right now they have the, the chairs and things of that nature. They are one or maximum two conventions away from us installing a MAGA, complete MAGA operative as chairman of the, of the RNC, a Kelly Ward, a Patty Lyman, somebody like that. We're one or two conventions away from taking the whole thing over. The finance, the apparatus, the operation. We are the Republican Party. They're done. Now, the big thing here is what has happened is when the Democrats yesterday in the House Judiciary Committee, you cannot understate this, when they said yesterday, hey, here's a bill, non-citizens vote, the dam broke. Because now there's no more, hey, the border's secure. Now the gig is up. Everyone knows that what we've been saying for two years, their po Biden's policy on the border has been wildly successful. Overrun the country, let them vote. And now they're trying to do it right now because they see the numbers that we're seeing. They are about to get annihilated. We're going to win up to 50 seats. We're going to win the Senate. We're going to win all these governorships, right? Three or four, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, I could go on. Now, tomorrow in Pittsburgh, McCarthy is finally outlining his commitment to America. This is final, the coup de grace. They're kind of take a page out of Gingrich's book to a certain extent. Hey, here's what we're going to do, right? Elect us, give us a big majority. Here's what we're going to do. They have a very extensive plan, not a lot of specifics, but it's a blueprint to go forward. I'm going to be covering that tomorrow. And what they're going to give the voters is, hey, elect us. Here's what we stand for. Hold us accountable to it. This is exactly what we're going to do. And that's yeah. going to be rolled out tomorrow in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I, and I'm yeah. going to be there the good, covering it. The, 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 we're going to have you back on tomorrow to cover the commitment. It, this is coming down, though. I think most people look at it as a referendum. They don't want that. The, whatever these guys have done with all their policies, People don't want it. They don't want the inflation. They don't want the invasion of the border. They don't want the drag queens in the churches. They don't want the SEL in the schools. They don't want the gender ideology, all of it. They just want it all gone, okay? And we're gonna deliver that. Now we gotta execute and get there. I can't emphasize enough. This is all within, this is like the run up to Yunkin's win. This is all within our grasp. All you have to do is man the ramparts. And what manning the ramparts means is just not watching war room. It's, it's becoming a force multiplier to push the content out or, 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 or the John Frederick radio network. It's, it's pushing out the content, but it's also going to volunteer and particularly to volunteer to be poll workers, election officials, judges, it's not too late. Also going to the precinct strategy. But right now, this is all about election. John Frederick's turned out in Virginia, 95% participation. We had had 26% participation on as election officials, 26% in the 2020. We had 25% in the last gubernatorial. Virginia shows you the model. And I, I you know, we're gonna have uh, Kurt Olson up next with the great, uh, great Mike Lindell's lawyer. We understand the voting is not perfect. In fact, it's far from perfect. By the way, Biden still got the emergency measures. There's all types of things, but we can't whine about it. Right now, we can defeat it, and the way we defeat it is everybody put their shoulder to the wheel. Also about the candidates. A lot of these candidates are not perfect, and as you know, War Room's not wildly enthusiastic, 
about some of them, it doesn't make a difference right now. Right now, all it makes a difference is that we don't have guys like John Fetterman in the United States Senate or some of these other people that are around. So it's we, we, we need to focus, 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 and this audience can deliver. This audience can deliver. You guys have been in the breach since the afternoon of the 20th of uh, January of 2021 when we said we're not going to back down. This audience is going to be that that corpus, that 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 pivot point that we're going to rally around, a rally point. It has been now within 47 days. We have to deliver. John Fredericks closing this uh, this polling out of Nevada. Nevada shows you that shifting and it's shifting rapidly. The Democrats made a terrible bet. Morning Joe and Morning Mika made a terrible bet. They led the Democrats. And just like in 16, they used to mock and ridicule us every day. Remember that, John? They used to mock at Why is Bannon getting him up in Michigan? Why is he getting yep. him up in Wisconsin? Why is he spending time in Pennsylvania? You mocked and ridiculed us in 16. You mocked and ridiculed us now. Guess what? We bet right. You bet wrong. We're going to deliver this victory. Any closing thoughts, John Fredericks? Well, it's like you're at the poker table. They're playing seven-card stud. They had a pair of threes, and they gave up the threes and took five cards, and now they have nothing. That's that's basically the hand they played. But look, we've got to get our vote out. At the end of the day, MAGA's got to turn out big like they did in Virginia. We're doing a bus tour in New Hampshire. That'll be for a week starting October 17th. We're, we're going to do that for Don. Don Bolte can win this race. That's plus four in the Senate. I'm going the final week in the most rural areas of Pennsylvania. We're going to get the MAGA vote out for Oz. By the way, I looked at Oz's journals, internals right now. Oz in the last three days is surging. The next poll that comes out is going to show him ahead. He's winning independence. Yeah. Big. The key to yeah. Pennsylvania for Oz, very simple. It's the 42% rule. 42% of Philadelphia, greater Philadelphia represents the state. Oz has got to win 42% of that. Right now he's right there. Oz is going to win this race. And I tell you what, Don Baldick's the sleeper New Hampshire. McConnell's yeah. dumping 25 million in it. He's not taking the money yeah. back. Steve, we're going to we're going to win New Hampshire. We're going to win Nevada. We're going to win Arizona. We're we're going to hold Ohio. We're going to hold Wisconsin, yeah. Pennsylvania, and we're going to win Georgia. Walker's ahead now by three not going to look back Kerry Lake's going to get Blake, Blake Masters tied um, um, the guys are leading in Nevada this is huge it, we're, it's surging and it's break, just like in 16 ladies and gentlemen we can tell this is breaking our way but we got to deliver everybody's got to show up John Fredericks uh, real quickly how did they get to you on social media John just follow me just follow me uh, Getter Truth and Twitter at JF Radio Show at JF Radio Show and follow me uh, JohnFrederiksRadio.com and don't forget how, how, I got the, two I got two winners tonight but you got you got to go to GodzillaWins.com at 3 o'clock GodzillaWins.com nothing but winners Godzilla, Godzilla, but how are those Titans doing? How the Titans? They suck end of story <laughs> I know it we hurts suck. you you're a very loyal guy Astros and Titans are very loyal okay uh, John thank you very much Kurt I'm going to hold you through the break but give me the headline all I'm seeing is negative stories now on Mike Lindell. Uh, you, but I saw a positive story. You going in with a TRO. Give me 60 seconds on it, and I'm going to hold you through the break. What's going on here, sir? Okay, Steve. So real quickly, we uh, filed our complaint, as you know, against the U.S. government, uh, A.G. Garland and the director of the FBI, uh, Ray, for violating Mike's constitutional rights in connection with a dramatic stop and seizure at a Hardee's restaurant where they uh, stopped him for about 45 minutes and seized his cell phone. We uh, 
last night filed a, a motion for a temporary restraining order to get the court to return order the return of the phone and to stop accessing any further information. The basis of that I'm, is the Constitution. Hang on, I'll tell you what, hang on, hang on, hang on. I, I, want you, I want you to come back and explain the basis. But how a guy runs his business off a phone and they take it is outrageous. Short commercial break. Kurt Olson, he's the uh, lawyer for the armor-piercing shell. We've also got Ben Burkwam back at FAIR at the at the conference on uh, Radio Row uh, for on immigration, FAIR immigration, immigration reform. Ben Harnwell is going to join us from Rome. And Jay Ellis. All next in the world. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CC. Look. The key to running a small business is getting team members to reach peak performance. But you know when running a business, sometimes your employees can create all kinds of interesting and sometimes difficult situations. What if an employee reports a serious issue like sexual harassment and you're not sure if you have the documented policy? Now talk to Bambi. With Bambi, get access to your own dedicated HR manager starting at just $99 per month. They're available by phone, email, real-time chat, so onboarding and terminations run smoothly. And team members can reach peak performance, and your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations. With Bambi's HR Autopilot, you'll automate important HR practices like setting policies, training, and feedback. HR managers easily cost eighty grand a year, but Bambi starts at $99 per month. Think about that. Schedule your free conversation today to see how much Bambi can take off your plate. Go to Bambi.com right now and type in Steve Bannon under podcast when you sign up. That's spelled Bambi, B-A-M-B-E-E.com. That's Bambi, B-A-M-B-E-E.com. Bambi.com and type in Steve Bannon. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, MyPillow.com, promo code War Room. That's our square. You've got all the sales up there, but particularly you've got these towels, $19.98. Normally, I think $45. So it's a huge sale. It's going to last as long as we have towels. So go to the check it out. We also got the great sheets. You got buy one, get one free. You got all of it. Mike Lindell's working overtime to make sure that the company stays afloat. And of course, uh, you're providing great products to um, to the war room posse in the conservative movement. Uh, Kurt, they're trying to put, clearly trying to bankrupt Mike. You know, they're saying, oh, it's all the stuff with the Tina Peters situation. They're trying to do it. They got his phone. They don't want him to run his business. They, <clears throat> they are trying to make life as tough as possible. But there's also broader issues here that you're really fighting with Mike. Miranda Devine, who's, you know, did the laptop from hell. She's doing this. She just did the big story in the New York Post about the whistleblower that is a, a, a field agent's come forward and said, hey, it's all political, right? I try to say, hey, we shouldn't be doing this. And they're telling me, no, 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 we got to do it. Are there bigger issues here? And Miranda says the only solution initially, you got to split the FBI for two agencies. One does surveillance. The other does the criminal investigation because the surveillance of Americans in the jackbooted nature of what they're doing is out of control. Your thoughts, Kurt Olson? Yeah, no, Steve, this is really about the normalization of the surveillance state, which gives rise to a police state of control. So, so if, if you recall, I mean, this was a very dramatic incident where Mike pulled in after a hunting trip into a Hardee's, 
And then as he pulls away, an unmarked car with a civilian a driver in civilian clothes pulls up and blocks his way. He thinks something's wrong here. All of a sudden, another unmarked car pulls to his side and another unmarked car pulls up behind him. And then so you have this dramatic situation. These four people get out. Mike yells out, hey, who are you? And they say they're FBI. And he says, show me your badges. And then after that, they proceed to question him for 30 minutes without telling him anything. Just asking him questions about Tina Peters, Colorado, his activities, why he flies his jet all around. They never presented a warrant or anything like that. It was only after that questioning that they said, we have bad news for you. Uh, we have a warrant for your cell phone. And so the, the TRO that we filed last night is simply for the return of that cell phone and to stop the FBI from unconstitutionally accessing all the data. Because as you know, you know, we live our lives on cell phones. Everything is on that cell phone. And there is no such a, a general warrant to seize something like a cell phone which has all kinds of data that has nothing to do with any investigation. The government doesn't get to look at that data. Mike, as you know, has been on the forefront of calling attention and exposing the, the abuses of these electronic voting machines and how they can be used to rig elections. He has a First Amendment right to do that. And so what is happening now is that the government is targeting Mike for his speech and anybody associated with him Anybody who is on that phone that he has spoken to, the government is trying to access that data. This was a general warrant that is flat, flatly unconstitutional. And you can't look at we this, fought, you know, this in a we vacuum. Fought, we, we, we fought a revolution over that. The British used we to did. do the general warrants all the time. We fought a revolution over this. The revolutionary generation say, what are you guys allowing to happen? This is absurd. This is obscenity. They, we fought, that was one of the biggest causes of the revolution. They had these general warrants. They just go kick down your door. They put troops right in the house. Right in Boston, this is what got mastered. This is what got New England so inflamed. Is the is the is the royal governors and the uh, and the uh, and the, the the crown's apparatus and the British army. Kurt, are you on social media? This is a huge issue. We're gonna have you back on. We're glad to see Mike follow the TRO. Right. Uh, is do you are you on social media? Can people follow you, yeah. or they just should follow Mike? Frank's social truth social. Just my name, Kurt K U R T. Olson. I will say that the complaint and the TRO are all posted on frankspeech.com. Anybody can go look at those filings, and they should. Okay, There's a lot of very go over to, to download the Frank Speech app. We're up on Frank Speech too. Uh, get, get it. Get the information. Kurt, look forward to having you back on here. And uh, as always, fight on with Mike. Thank you. Kurt Olson, one of the toughest guys around. He's in the trenches with Mike every day of the week. Okay, let's go. We got Ben. Talk about tough, the angel moms. Let's go to uh, Ben Burkwan back at FAIR, back at the conference. Uh, ben, uh, can you introduce our guest, please? Yeah, hey, Steve. Uh, you know, there's thousands of angel moms across America. This is just one of them. But her story is, uh, it, it's, it's all of them are just as tragic. This is really what set me on this path. This is Maureen Maloney son Matthew was killed by an illegal alien. Talk to us, Maureen. You saw President Trump. President Trump came along and actually fixed this problem. Now you see Joe Biden inviting more children to be murdered like your son, uh, killed like your son was. You know, so it's devastating because uh, for years this problem was ignored and then President Trump did come by and he paid attention to it and he was building the wall and he was securing our border. And it's devastating to see what this administration is doing now. We had uh, 
you know, two million uh, illegal aliens crossed the border last year. It's continuing this year again. Uh, we need to put an end to this. This administration needs to wake up and stop this. The borders are not secure. Americans are being killed. Fentanyl is flowing across the border and killing thousands and thousands of, uh, of people. This needs to come to an end. And you've got your picture of your, your son, Matthew, there. Um, does, does this ever end for you? And I know the answer, but talk to a, our audience out there as a mom who lost your son. So this will end for me when there are no more victims of illegal alien crime. As long as uh, people are being killed by the illegal aliens, breaking our laws, invading our country, and continuing to break our laws each day that they're in this country, I will continue to fight this issue. What would you say to people for November? I would say go out and vote Republican, vote for conservative candidates, vote for candidates that want to enforce our immigration laws and want to secure our borders and who want to put Americans first. It's time to put Americans first. I'm tired of everybody being taken care of ahead of Americans. Well, God bless you. God bless your family. God oh, bless oh, all ben, of Angel Moms. Ben, We've got uh, Sab Sabina ben, Durden. Ben, go, ahead. Ben, go ahead, Steve. Ben, please ask Maureen, what's the best place the audience can go to find out more about her story, but also the angel moms. Where should people go to access this information? Because I want the audience to get up to speed on this. So there's an organization, AVIAC, it's Advocates for Victims of Illegal Alien Crime, and it's abiac.us. And you can read about uh, illegal immigration at the website. So we'll put that, let's Ben, let's get that. We'll put it in the car around and go. I want everybody to put it in the chat rooms. Maureen, I thank you very much for joining us. Very moving. And uh, we will not forget your mission or your son. Thank you. Ben, thanks. Uh, hang on. We're going to go to Ben Harnwell. Let's go into Rome. Ben, we got a uh, one of the most important elections, uh, I think, uh, so far this decade is about to happen in a couple of days in Italy. Walk us through uh, what's happening, how they're trying to thwart the great Giorgia Maloney, the Margaret Thatcher of uh, Italy, and how uh, now they're all over. They've they finally found out the war room's launched Bannon's War Room Rome <laughs> to, to make sure that she's got at least a fighting chance somehow. Uh, tell us what's going on. Yeah, uh, well, you know, we're, um, I think, four days now before the elections, which will be held on Sunday. There aren't um, any polls to let us know what the day-by-day -day situation is, as there would be in the UK or in the US. The last poll was on Saturday around 10 days ago. Um, but according to some information that I did see this morning, it does look as if um, Fratelli d'Italia, which is the, the Brothers of Italy, the, the party led by George Maloney, could be pushing towards um, the high 20s. Um, how that will work out and at which party's expense, there's uh, there's no real um, way to guess at this stage because of the lack of um, of, of polling. But it does look as, you, as if she's doing very well. What this means, Steve, what this means is that this, what we spoke about when I was last on the show a couple of days ago, that this obscure politician in Sicily that no one had ever heard of, who said some pretty stupid things about Adolf Hitler, um, they've quickly suspended from the from from the party by Giorgio Maloney with all of his uh, roles of election, election responsibility cancelled. That has had no effect whatsoever on the um, on the election uh, as, as far just, as we can tell. Hang, hang on. I just want to make sure people understand the reason there are no polling. It's by law. They just they've made a decision. They don't want either suppression polls or hype polls or any polls 
to be out there. So within, what is it, 10 days before the election or two weeks, you're basically flying blind. The campaigns know. They can poll, but you can't put that information out and the media can. But the media, I want to get into the point that the media, particularly the European media, is is now, you know, the the the, the betters of the Italian people are, are all over her, that this is the return of Mussolini. This is the Mussolini's party. This is the rise of fascism. She's a mini-me Trump. You've got Steve Bannon and all these right-wingers are, are are supporting her or launching media platforms to support her so they're coming in hard i mean every day on drudge and drudge is obviously the 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 not just never trump i mean hates trump hates maga all of it he's got a picture of her every day with some you know some terrible story from the guardian or the times of london so they're coming hard they know what she represents because she is uh she's not going to back down i mean she puts her religion up front she puts the issues of motherhood up front she puts her issues of being a sovereigntist and a nationalist up front she and she doesn't back off right she's a fighter and and they're petrified of her uh i think even more so than salvini uh when the rise of salvini but uh, is your assessment like mine that the the me, the media over there wants to make it so that one she's not elected or doesn't put together this broad coalition that could be as much as two-thirds talk about but also makes it difficult for a former government and to govern. I mean, they're starting the nullification project right now, Ben Harnwell. Yeah, I mean, that's absolutely the case, Steve. And I think the parallel with the United States in the 2016 cycle is exactly here, is that the more the establishment tend to sort of puts, goes all out to destroy her and destroy her credibility, the more of a mandate she will have, a personal mandate to make the necessary changes she has to make. Um, and that, you know, as I'm trying to say to people here, especially on war in Rome, for example, it's not so easy to reform a broken country. Um, and you will never do it unless you have a very clear mandate to do so. And the more the, the, the failed establishment piles in and tries to destroy her, the more that mandate for reform will become explicit. Uh, and the more she'll be able to do, um, but without guessing what, what, what the eventual arithmetic will look like, but the more she will be able to do if and when she becomes prime minister. So you're absolutely right on that. Uh, talk about real. Uh, give me a minute on uh, Bannon's War Room, Rome, CNN. I think a bunch of people are already talking about it. Uh, tell people about the show. When do they get there? Understand it's in Italian, and we haven't gotten the translation part worked out. But we want as many Italian speakers because we set it up to make basically have an impact, like Breitbart London. Talk, talk to me about the show. Well, it's fifteen minutes um, a day, Monday to Thursday. It goes out at twelve thirty Eastern, which is six. 30 local Rome time here. Um, and we just chew over very quickly what the essentials are of, of the day's news with regards to the election. Today, for example, we're going to be talking about how long it's actually going to take to um, to form a new government. Sometimes it takes sort of days, weeks, or even months. Of course, it will depend on, on the parliamentary post-election arithmetic. But this is, it's not going to be that, that like in the UK, a prime minister uh, wins or, or a leader of the opposition wins an election and, and his prime minister basically the same day goes to the Queen um, and is nominated prime minister. That's not the case in Italy. Um, and let's see how much the establishment will work to destroy the, the possibility of, of this new oh, government they're, they're, as they did, as they did five years yeah. ago. Yeah, no, they, they, this is the whole, this is what the, this is what the Uniparty, basically the powers of be, the industrialists and the bankers, all that. Ben, real quickly, how do people get to the uh, show? It's exclusively on Get to Steve, my surname, at Arnwell. There in uh, about 45 minutes' time. 
Ben Harnwell in Rome. Massive election this weekend will be wall-to-wall coverage. Okay, uh, short break. Jay Ellis is going to join us on something you're going to need for the new Congress. All next in the War Room. Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Look, woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. And our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values, like the Chinese Communist Party. It's time for a change. And that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm proud to partner with Public SQ the largest network of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses and consumers our nation has ever seen. Public SQ is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that could never cancel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. And here's the best part of it. It's absolutely free to join. Just download the Public SQ app from the Apple Store or Google Play. Create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Download the app today. Public SQ. That's Public SQ. Public SQ. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play. Take action. Do this today. PowerPoint slide. This is the next phase of the plan, which is to train all of these new recruits. This is a PowerPoint presentation from one of these trainings where local Republican chapters are priming these new recruits to look out for fraud and then preparing them by training them on all the voting rules that can be used to challenge votes. This has always been a thing. You can always challenge votes, but it's rarely used because reminder, there's no such thing as widespread election fraud in America, okay? But according to these people, it's everywhere. And it's their duty to find that election fraud and to challenge votes whenever they have a feeling that there's something up. A complete record of the challenge must be entered in the challenged voters page in the poll book. A record must include the name of the person making the challenge, time of the challenge, name, address, a paper trail. They're starting to make a paper trail for every vote they challenge, every piece of fraud they think they see. This is where the strategy starts to work, where you can start to gather evidence of observed, perceived voter fraud that could potentially be used later on. Okay, we wanna thank the New York Times, the paper of record for our beloved nation for doing that. It's a 30 minute video about the war room, the precinct strategy, about you becoming poll workers, poll judges, all the seminars and workshops they've done around the country. They kind of know, they summarize it very well. So um, obviously they're in panic, they're clutching their pearls. We're gonna have more about that today on the five o'clock show and then later. I wanna go to Jay Ellis, because Jay, after it's perfect. Everybody in the audience, we have a heuristic device, a teaching device of how to get up to speed on the big picture. And that's gonna be necessary for the hearings in 2023 when we start impeaching, uh, when we start adjudicating. Before we get to impeachment, we'll adjudicate first. Jay Ellis, what do you got and why do people have to go get this now, sir? Okay, well, Steve, I mean, the, the, the great thing about this is it's an interactive board game. And so what we're doing right now and in advance of the midterm is we are updating all of our mix. In other words, uh, our, our interactive part with the QR code with all of the current events that make a difference. So for the voters, for the, you know, whether it be border, schools, 
prime. I mean, you, you know, you name the hot topics. We're updating all of the interactive part of the game, Durham. Um, so all of the people that are actually playing this game and who, who you're playing it with can actually see the videos of real time what's going on right now in the country. Listen, that that's incredible. Tell tell me how people get access to this, and then how because when you see you got a board game, and I've had people play this, we played, it, and it's amazing how you learn about the election fraud and how the thing was stolen. But how did you do? Give me a minute on how you actually got all the updates, so that you have, I guess, a QR code. You just wipe it over. You just swipe it over a game, and you get the live videos. How does that work? Okay, so there's about oh gosh, twelve or thirteen actual cards draw in the game that have a QR code. And it'll be depending on what topic. And so we have a, you know, kind of a, uh, a gentleman that updates all of the local current events. And so, you know, on the bottom of the game, it's, you know, the Russia hoax. Well, we're going to update all what's going on in, you know, in, in the Durham investigation and everything. So we can keep you updated on all of the current political events. So when you're playing the game and somebody, you know, obviously says, no, that's not the way it is. You say, OK, well, we have all the latest videos and it's irrefutable. It is it, it it is videos live that we have on the game to make it interactive, to, to make everybody enjoy it when they're playing and they can see it live and see exactly what is happening. Look, the reason it's going to be a big topic, we're going to adjudicate this. Remember, there's going to be a new January 6th committee that gets into all the, you know, Ashley Babbitt, all the intelligence, what was known. But a part of that, I'm telling you, is we're going to adjudicate the big steal. And there's no easier way to get really to understand the Navarre report and everything else that went in. And actually, like you're actually playing and living this. And that's why this thing's so important. We're so enthusiastic about it. Jay. How do people get to the site? How do they get to you on social media? Because you're getting stuff up all the time. Where do they go to get this or at least get information to see if they want to purchase it? Okay, Steve. So uh, the website is electionfun.com. We're on at electionfun on Instagram, um, you know, our social media. But the best place to go is to the website. And that way you can you take a look at the game. You see, you know, all of the components, everything that went into it, and uh, like I said, you know, this is going to be going to be a big deal for the midterms. Got a big, big, you know, coming up. I mean, this is the time. But going into the midterm, you know, if with the major thin vote margin, if we can just change, you know, some minds, if people could just look and yeah. say, "Hey, is that true? Let's do it." Yeah, it's huge. Jay Ellis, look forward to having you back on. Huge. This thing is a game changer. Thank you very much, sir. Hey, look thank you, Steve, for having me. Thank you. No, this is big. This is a way to learn. It's a learn heuristic device, learning device. Let's go to Ben Burkwam. Ben, you've got one of the senior executives of FAIR. I can't tell you what a great organization it is. Take it away. Let the country see him. Let the country meet him. Uh, Ira Melman, you've been here. This is our 15th year of the event. Talk to us about the significance of it and what, what America needs to do. Well, the significance is that we are faced with an unprecedented crisis at the border. We've had you know, neglect at the border for a long time. What we have now is straight out sabotage. 
This administration came to office with the intent of wrecking our immigration policy, destroying border security. This, in fact, may be the only policy area where they're actually succeeding in their objectives, obviously to the great detriment of the American public. But, you know, what is happening down there is not happenstance. It's not incompetence. This is a deliberate policy on the part of this administration. The American public is paying for it every single day. It is costing us now about $160 billion a year to provide for illegal immigrants. Uh, just an extra 20 uh, within the past year and a half with all the people Biden has let in. Uh, it has opened up our borders to a same criminal cartels that are smuggling illegal aliens into the country. They are also smuggling dangerous drugs into the country, the fentanyl crisis, the opioid crisis, all coming in through that border. Uh, the, the fentanyl starts in China. The chemicals for it start in China. They're shipped to Mexico. They're pressed into pills. And then they, they're taken by the criminal cartels up to the border and into the United States. And we're paying for it with our lives. Ben, and ask, ask, Ira, ask, Ira, ask, Ira, ask Ira how we get to his website and how we get to social media to follow this. It's vitally important. The best way is to go to the, uh, to the FAIR website, which is FAIRUS.org. That's F-A-I-R-U-S.org, FAIRUS.org. All the information is on there. And, of course, we're on social media. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're still on Twitter. Uh, so yes. you can find us there. Uh, it's just all the social media sites and the information is there. Ira, Ben, thank you very much. We're going to be back here at five o'clock and at six, we're going to do one hour on the sweeping victory that's before us as long as we deliver. New York Times says we are. So does the War Room. See you back here at five. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. 
You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.